We hope you enjoy the following Playboy Radio production. Chances are you're going to love what you hear. Please go to PlayboyRadio.com and become a member for more Playmates, more shows, and exclusive extras. Thanks for listening and enjoy the show. Strippers and stripper mentality and basically like how to behave. Because I do feel like... Most of the guys that came into the strip clubs where I worked, first of all, I generally worked at full nude clubs, and I will say I preferred that all the way. I should have actually asked Chelsea while we had her on the phone. We were just speaking with Chelsea Levon of Suicide Sirens. Luckily, we caught her in between her flights, like on her way to her next destination. So if you guys are on the East Coast or going to be down south, she's going to be popping in and out doing some shows in Philly and in Mississippi did she say yeah she did she said Mississippi this is Jen she's in the studio with me today as well and you know it's interesting to me that there are so many stereotypes about strippers right that could really be applied to the general populace of women you know absolutely and like how to behave around them and I will say I know that you are a member of like this you go to this convention bbw i know you're afraid to say well because you said what, i can't how say do fat. i ca- category you can say fat but okay. i can't say fat so you're you're a big woman you're a beautiful yeah. big hot you, sexy I, woman by the way i allow you to call me fat because i would never call I'm, you fat no but i'm comfortable <laughs> with that but in general you can't really see someone walking by and go wow you're a really beautiful fat chick right. she won't say she'll, she'll say backhanded what yeah, you know? but, yeah but i'm really comfortable with myself and i I call myself a fat chick. So So you can say it, but I can't say it. I think that's the case. I don't think anyone, I think a lot of women out there uh, get offended by it. I personally am not. I guess it depends on the way you're saying it. Right. You know, it's like the word bitch. You know what I mean? Right. Well, everything like, she's I... such a bitch or be like, what's up, bitch? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's different, you know. It's it's like how you say it. So, okay. you know, if I'm, you know, I don't consider this is the difference. I don't consider fat an insult. Right. So, like, if I'm walking through a club and I'm it's squeezed to get through and I'm like, fat chick coming through and someone, you know, yells, oh, don't. Don't insult yourself like that. You're beautiful. And I'm like, wait a minute. Yeah, exactly. I wasn't insulting I, myself, yeah, but thank you. And I know I'm beautiful. Thank you very much. Yeah. Uh, but I don't need you to tell me that it's okay being fat or I don't want to hear about your diet. <laughs> your, your diet things or, you know, if I'm walking through and I say fat shit coming through, I don't want to hear 20 minutes about your it works. Oh, God. Whatever. No. Do people try and save you? Okay. So just oh, yeah. like me, like All I was a stripper. I don't need to be saved was the, that's Same what thing. they titled my article. Same like. Thing. I'm a They're fat like, chick. I don't need you to save me. Oh, I, I, I know about this cleanse, and I, I know this diet. And do you and, look at them like, and why are you telling yeah, me? Yeah, like, I did not ask you for <laughs> advice. Yeah. I'm good with myself. So I do mean, you find that there are stereotypes then, too, for guys that maybe want to... Oh, sure. Like, you had mentioned, you yeah, gave no, me a phrase. You called it a chubby chaser? Chubby chaser, yeah. Chubby chaser <laughs> is, is a guy... It's usually chubby chasers are guys who like fat girls because they think we're easy oh okay wait i totally had a misunderstanding i thought fa is a fat admirer oh okay so there's a difference in the terminology okay so a chubby chaser has like he's just basing his attraction to you on the stereotype exactly so he's like oh fat chicks give good blowjobs i hear this so and which is true by the way it's true (laughs) it's true that we give good blowjobs but i mean i guess that's individual but yeah i was gonna say i like to think i give a good blowjob too right but you're not fat so it's not as good Oh my god, 
God, I love it. Okay, wait, we'll have to set this up. We'll compare notes. We'll right? have the same guy. Because you think we're going to have to do that. We're going to have to do a blow off. Oh, my God. That is hysterical. So I think that the um, for the chubby chaser. Okay, so chaser, for what about, okay, let's say there's a fat admirer and he doesn't want to come across as a chubby chaser. So what would your advice to him be? Um, like, what's the etiquette? For FA, guys? Fa- yeah. FAs never they you they wouldn't use term like fat. They wouldn't say fat chick. They may talk about someone and they may say they love fat, but usually they'll say curves. They love curves because when they see fat, right. they see curves. And I can see that. I will tell you, I love all body types, and I'm definitely a bit of a partialist. Like that's a fetish about a body part. Right. I'm definitely into partialism. I love bodies. I love, and I could obsess about one little body part to the point that it becomes so sexual to me like I definitely can do that and so I will share the story with you I was at and it sounds terrible to say it but I was at a Waffle House okay okay (laughs) and there was a very sexy older black man who was very obese right and I don't know what it was about him his voice his mannerisms whatever but I was just like so taken like kind of smitten by this guy and like it made me realize how much I could be into X, Y, and Z. Like right. I'm not just into a particular body type. Right. What you find sexy is what you yes. find sexy. Now a lot of FAs will not uh, even if they see right, like a they wouldn't like girl, a girl. they'll be like, Yeah, I choke on small bones. Like, you know <laughs> what I mean? It's like, you know, Give a dog a bone kind of thing. No. Like they, they want more, you know, padding meat, you know, like they want their ribs with meat. You know, the, otherwise throw it to the dogs, you know, okay. that kind of thing. But so you're saying that somebody who truly likes big women right. really wouldn't, like They'll they would never be, dangerous there wouldn't curves be a ahead. They yeah. wouldn't be. They would they already would, know the language. Yeah. They would already know the lingo, but somebody okay. who maybe somebody was in high school to, or trying to woo if somebody's a trying to and woo, doesn't know, he's not already an FA. He's you, not experienced. Right. So you use terms like full figured, curvy, voluptuous. You like, can, do you want to point those things out, though? Do you want to acknowledge them so that the woman knows that he's into her? Or, well, yeah, you know, you can tell by a couple ways. Okay, one is if you're if I'm at like you know some place and someone's trying to get by me, a guy who is an admirer mm-hmm. of curves, mm-hmm. or you know me, I call myself a fat chick. If a guy likes fat chick, <laughs> uh, and he's walking by me, he will if he's interested you can tell it's called i call it sizing up he's sizing me up so he's walking by he'll hold on to my hips you know when a guy's going by you and you're like and you're like don't touch me i didn't give you permission but you could tell someone's going oh excuse me and they they touch your arm Uh or they say excuse me and they touch your back or if they excuse me and put your arm put their hands around your hips to see how big your butt is okay so which one do you like um it depends, it depends on, on the guy. What they look like. <laughs> <laughs> but I like to know if they're in that category. Mm-hmm. So somebody's walking by me and, you know, or they're talking to me and they put their hand on my hip or not afraid to touch my fat. Right. Then I know. Oh, interesting. I know? like that. Not afraid to touch. Because it, that's that's a it's huge taboo. indication. It's the, a huge indication of whether or not is. he's comfortable with your body. Or or skipping yeah. by, you could tell you could definitely tell when you're hooking up. But ah. but because you know if it goes straight from boobs to cooch, you know Right. You know that they're not an admirer. Of the if, But you know what? I feel like that is a truth. 
about every single encounter. Like there's so many men and we had our girl sex show last week and her point was like, don't be in such a hurry to get in the holes. Right. You know, like guys are in such a hurry to get in the holes and I don't think that's just with fat chicks or just with anybody. I think it's with women. Guys don't get it. Like if you love my whole body, if you're an admirer of me, Right, then you should be not afraid to touch any part of my body. Any and and all. And it doesn't mean that you have to kiss, although it would be nice, from forehead to toes. Right. But... But to um, when you're touching someone or hugging or whatever, mm-hmm. and you skip an area like the tummy or whatever, then you right. know, you interesting. know, that they're not yeah, really into they're it. They're not really, gotcha. Yeah, because chubby chasers are usually just like tits and ass. That's what it is. Interesting. Big huh. tits, big ass. And they're huh. like, they'll go for that. But... If you have tummy, big thighs, big arms, some guys are into... Like, they like crossing yeah, their arms. I love that. Yeah. Well, and I will say, so bringing it back to the stripper conversation, yeah. that is actually where I was the most educated about what men liked, what was sexy about myself mm-hmm. that I didn't necessarily know at that point. And so we're going to um, bring on my high school friend. We're going to bring on Kelly in just a few minutes. And talk to her about what her experience was. Because for me, being in the strip clubs was the first time that I had a man point out my clavicle, my earlobe, the slope of my neck, my, like, decolletage, and telling me things about my body Mm -hmm. besides, like you said, like, tits and ass or whatever. And I really learned to love my entire body. And it it was an amazing experience. Um, Kelly, are you on the line? I am. Hey, Kelly. Hi. I'm so excited Hello. to have you on, and I can't wait to hear your story. Thank um, you. Were you able to hear some of what we were just talking about? Yes, yes, I did. So now, <laughs> I don't great. know if you heard some of the earlier part of the show, too, and in general, I was sharing with Jen that we, um, as strippers, one of the generalizations that I've heard is that there was, like, no father or lack of a male figure in your life. And for me, that was definitely true. And so when I went into the strip club, I didn't know how to deal with male attention. I was not, I didn't understand like the dynamic. I just know, I knew what felt yucky, you know, but I didn't really know how to like Uh. harness my feminine energy and take control of a situation. So like for me, that was a great learning place. And also one of the places where I learned what was beautiful about me. So tell me your story. How did you end up you know, I'm so opposite. I was an only child, and my father was very involved in my life. In fact, um, you were a co-captain on drill team, and then I <laughs> you moved up to cheerleading, and I took your place as co-captain on the drill team. And my dad was like the drill team dad. Like, he would come oh to every God. single dance I did. Yeah. My mother worked really hard. We didn't have a lot of money, so um, I never felt like I fit in. I... I had to work three jobs in high school just to, like, Me you know, too. be able to buy Z Cavaricis or whatever was cool. At the oh, time. so that's where your Cavaricis came from. <laughs> totally. Because I remember you. See, we couldn't afford designer clothes, and I worked three jobs just to help pay my family's bills. So, yeah. yeah. Well, I never got yeah. to get the designer pants. I was so <laughs> I envious. Maybe I was selfish. I don't know. But you know, <laughs> we, we lived on like this little farm and we had all these chickens. And so I had a lot of responsibilities. I mean, I wake up really early, feed the horse, feed the animals. You yeah. know, that's what we ate. So we grew our own food. Um, and then I went to school and I would feel so like, I mean, I was very picked on and I was really skinny, like almost just like anorexic looking. Isn't it skinny. funny? And now not... people want to be skinny. 
Oh, yeah, right. It's ridiculous. (laughs) And my mom was like, like shoving, you know, shakes down my throat, like every kind of protein shake she could find. She's like, maybe that's why I like to eat blowjobs and swallow. I don't know what I'm saying. (laughs) (laughs) It can't be because I have that problem, too. (laughs) (laughs) She she was trying to help fatten me up. And, you know, it was was crazy. So I got picked on and I mean, almost beat up at school just about every day. It was so sad. So I wasn't really interested, like, in boys. I didn't see myself as pretty. My parents would tell me I was pretty, but I was like, oh, you're my parents. You have to tell me that, you know. Um, And then I was on this airplane, and I was working a job trying to pay for college. I I started college when I was 16, and I would work really, really hard. um, Oh, my God, when you were 16? Yeah. yeah. Wow. That's why you didn't see me at school after that. So, Well, I think I had moved away, actually, by then, too. They're both smarty pants. uh, I I started young, and and all I cared about was becoming a doctor. I mean, I'm so focused on that. And so I'd work, like, three jobs one semester, and the next semester go to school full time. And then, Mm -hmm. you know, that was just getting really old. So I was flying home from a trip for work, and there was this beautiful girl sitting next to me, and she had this Louis Vuitton purse. Now, this is back in like 1999 or 2000 you know yeah. when like that was kind of a big deal now everyone has them but I remember just sitting there and first she was gorgeous and she was all made up and I look like shit you know I'm like wearing my <laughs> plain outfit and I looked at her and I'm just like wow I want to be this girl like I don't even know who she is or anything about her so I have to start a conversation with her somehow right and at this time I didn't know anything about my sexuality I dressed like a guy like I would wear my hair in ponytails no makeup mm-hmm. didn't really care I used to teach snowboarding so that was kind of what I was around yeah you know and I really wasn't aware of of like my own beauty I, right. I just didn't get it so um so this girl you know I said well, wow where'd you get this purse it's really beautiful was it a gift and she's like no I bought it for myself I'm a stripper and I was like Wow, she just came out there with it. She didn't try to hide it. She wasn't like, oh, I'm a dancer, and then let me figure it right, out. Right, right. You know? <laughs> You're like so ballet open. dancer what? And I was like, really? Well, I was a professional dancer and, like, had danced for, you know, baseball team and a few other things. And mm-hmm. and so I was like, well, that's interesting. Tell me about it. So we had this conversation, like, all the way to Phoenix. And by the time we got off the plane, I had decided, or she had talked me into, I don't know which one, that I was going to go audition for this cabaret show that they had. And it was Tiffany's at the time in Mm -hmm. Phoenix and now it's turned to Christie's because I guess Tiffany's didn't really want their name associated with the strip club. Oh, that's funny. (laughs) So so I auditioned and, um, and I made it and I I go like, do I need to show you my boobs? And they all laugh and they're like, no, um, what nights do you work? And I go, well, I don't work here. And I was so terrified to be a stripper, right? Like being in the show (laughs) seemed like one thing, like I wanted the purse. So it didn't matter. You wanted the purse. (laughs) I became a stripper for the Louis Vuitton. Oh, were you enjoying that? Well, if you think that was good, you should go to playboyradio.com and hear what happens next. The first 30 days are free, so you have nothing to lose. See you there. Playboyradio.com. Join the movement. Follow us on Instagram at playboy underscore radio.